Before we dive into this episode, I want you to think about what it would feel like to have your dream clients begging to work with you. Your DMs are flooding with inquiries, emails are pouring in, and your past clients are sending over all of their friends to work with you. Trust me, babe, you've been putting in the work, investing in your education, and reaching new levels in your self-development and skills. I see you. But do your dream clients actually see you online? I have a handful of intuitive content coaching calls available and would love the opportunity to help you shine online. Check out kianamarie.com slash connect to learn more. Together, we work closely to generate a ton of content for your business, not just trends, but genuine content that feels true to you and your business. From my kitchen table to yours, we come up with a content plan flooded with behind the scenes clips, client experience, and upcoming events. You are a big deal, my love. We just need more people to know about you. Let's capture that twinkle in your eye and share your passions online. Your dream clients are just one scroll away from finding you. Let's connect with them. Find more details at kianamarie.com slash connect. I can't wait to see you shine online. Now let's get this party started. Good morning, beautiful, and welcome back to another episode of Amplify Your Weddings. These last couple of months have been so fun as I've been introducing industry leaders, professional photographers, and business owners to help you increase your revenue, increase your brand awareness, and increase your sanity as you are trying to juggle all of the things. I'm really excited to do a quick little solo episode for you. If you're just joining, please take a peek at recent episodes because there are tons of education that, to be perfectly honest, people should be charging for the stuff that we are are sharing here on the podcast. And so it's truly an honor to introduce you to these super awesome creatives. But I wanted to hop on quickly as you are starting to, maybe you're getting emails from bridal shows and fairs and events, or maybe you have an interest in actually setting up your own booth. Well, this quick episode is going to be for you. Let's get this party started. Welcome to Kiana Marie Weekly, a podcast for creatives who love to celebrate wins, big or small, by dancing in the kitchen, photographers who are excited to serve their clients, and friends who are ready to chase really, really big dreams. You can find all of the resources mentioned in this episode at kianamarie.com slash podcast. Join me as I share weekly motivation, chat about growing pains, finding genuine connections, and celebrating your wins through the lens of a photographer at heart. Come join me for a dance party. Ready? Let's go. All right, all right. I'm excited to chat with you about rocking your next wedding fair. So I have to be perfectly blunt and perfectly honest. I don't always do these. And this was not the number one way that my business had grown. I'm all about making genuine connection, connecting with friends, hosting parties, going to yoga studios to just chat and meet new people that then ask what I do. Okay. So I don't want to come off as if this is the end all be all, or you should go run and you should go create your own booth at your local wedding fair. However, I do know that just the couple that I have done, I learned a bunch and I want to share those secrets with you and share those experiences and truly help you feel prepared for your next bridal show. If you decide to do that. Okay. So we're going to break down this quick episode into three different parts. I'm going to chat about how you find them exactly how to use intention in strategy with deciding which, whether it's a wedding fair, bridal expo, or any type of 
a booth event like that. We're going to chat about how to find them. We're going to chat about what you need, what exactly you need from decor to planning. I mean, I'm all about, don't forget packing snacks. Okay. So we're going to go over all the things to help you feel prepared. And then of course, we're going to round out with amplifying your weddings. So how can you actually make this time, this investment worth it? Okay. Because if you're just getting into these, I have to warn you, they're kind of expensive. Okay. So let's dive right into the conversation. First and foremost, we need to find them. Okay. So you may be getting dinged for them. People may be in your DMS trying to invite you to these things. Oftentimes we have to be really proactive about it. So I want to share literally all you have to do is just Google your hometown or more specifically and strategically Google and search where you want to be known for. So like, for example, I live in Mesa, Arizona, and I do a lot of weddings in Scottsdale and in Phoenix. Okay. So I would actually prefer to look up Scottsdale Wedding Expo or Scottsdale Wedding Fair, Bridal Fair. You know, they're still saying a lot of bridal things. So definitely check that. And then from there, you should have a ton of resources websites and things, other websites like The Knot, Wedding Wire, they often host these types of events as well. So you can check their websites if they have any upcoming events. Now that is just like a huge spectrum. I would call them like the Mac Daddy Expo shows. Okay. I want to break down and share with you a couple other options for finding more local and specific, not only venues and locations that you actually want to work at, but are going to bring in truly hot leads for couples that are in your area and that are biting at the bits to just get their vendors solidified and to create their vendor roster. So one thing that I feel like a lot of photographers aren't even aware of are the fact that a lot of wedding venues, especially some of the bigger ones will host their own wedding fairs. This is huge. This is a great way for you to kind of crack into the door and to become a preferred vendor or to once again, just be building those genuine friendships and connections with other vendors as well. So ask, reach out to your favorite, I would say reach out to your favorite top five wedding venues that you're dreaming of working at and just find out if they are hosting any this fall or usually they'll host them in January, you know, and it, it all depends every wedding season, depending on where you're listening from and where you're located is different. So that's why it's great to get on it now. And just, I'm just sharing my experiences sometimes with the wedding fairs, they will only like whoever's hosting it will only allow a certain amount of professionals per vendor. So they'll only, for example, they'll only allow maybe five photographers, five caterers, five DJs, right? You get my point. So like once those are fulfilled, they cut it off and you're not welcome to come. So we want to be ahead of that curve, ask and go. And then this is me being really sneaky. I mean, this is me being really sneaky. Let's say that they're totally full. And this is a space that you absolutely want to go to show up, buy a ticket. Oftentimes they'll sell tickets, like especially these venue ones, because they'll do kind of like a catering taste test, or there's some type of giveaways offers or something. So I suggest just going and showing up. Don't pretend to be a bride. Don't bring uh, you know, don't bring your boyfriend or your partner or a friend and pretend like you're just going in there pretending that you're recently engaged, don't do that, okay? Because people are going to know you or you want to know them, right? And you don't want to start off as a lie. So I suggest going in there and just literally shaking hands with people, getting your name out there. You're not going out there to truly promote yourself, right? You're not saying like, oh, hey, like this is exactly who I am. You are just 
genuinely engaging with the florist, with makeup artists, saying hello, and just kind of buzzing around that. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. That's totally being a hustler if you are not able to have your own booth. Okay, so I digress. We are getting a little bit off topic. So another place that you can look for um, these types of events are local dress shops. So bridal boutiques, like actual wedding dress shops, sometimes will host these as well. That's a great opportunity to ask them, hey, maybe they're not hosting it, but at your local boutique shop, but maybe they are participating in some this this year and they might have some inside tips for where they're going. And do not sleep on the fact that your local community, whether it's local schools, uh, your local neighborhood, sometimes they host craft fairs and like holiday boutiques that come up in November and December. Those are absolutely amazing places to show up, throw up a booth and to truly tap into a new market. Once again, you're staying local and you're just being top of mind. Would you walk away from that situation and have a ton of referrals and people ready to give you money and book their wedding? Probably not. I want to be completely realistic and transparent with you that that's not the case. However, you have to show up, you have to be present and you absolutely have to give someone something to remember, because as we all know, I say this over and over again, we may not be getting married, but we always know someone that is recently engaged in planning a wedding. It's just inevitable. So by showing up, putting your name out there and being seen is truly going to help your business grow. Okay. So I hope that is a little bit encouraging for where to start about how to actually find these wedding fairs and these wedding expos. But I also have a note here to mention before we move on is be prepared. Okay. Sometimes these local like pop-up fairs may not charge if they do, they're very minimal. And it's typically just to kind of like turn the lights on, or maybe it's for a charity event or auction. Sometimes that happens, but sometimes these wedding fairs can go upwards of $500 to $2,500, if not more per booth. Okay. So I want you to kind of keep that into perspective that this could be an hefty investment. They often offer payment plans and I can guarantee, I hate saying that. I sound like the guy from the the men's warehouse when I say this, but if you put your best efforts into your booth and truly make an impact and we'll go into how and what to prepare for, it can absolutely get that return on investment if it's done correctly. Hey, wedding photographers. After sharing sneak peeks, do you hear crickets? Now I'm talking about after a wedding day where you completely blew away the wedding experience. As soon as you were packing up, you knew that the bridesmaids and wedding guests were raving about you and excited to work with you again. But where are those emails? Where are those inquiries? And where are those booking contracts to make sure that you are secured for the next wedding? Well, what if I told you it was as simple as whipping out your phone capturing a handful of behind the scene videos and sharing them online. I have a free guide for you. It's all about quick and easy ways to capture those behind the scene videos for organic referrals, local followers, and building genuine brand awareness. Okay. This is a fun guide that you absolutely have to download today. So you can look over and study before your next wedding, because let's be honest, wouldn't it be incredible if you can book your next wedding while working your next wedding run, don't walk to grab this free guide called book more weddings capturing behind the scenes to help boost easy referrals. You can find this link in the show notes or also on my Instagram in my link page. Hurry, hurry, hurry. You're going to want this to start booking more dream weddings. 
let's roll right into what you need. What do you need to create a almost like a, a living room status kind of just face of your business? Okay. I feel like we are so so concerned with curating our Instagram and our website. So if you could imagine your website truly being like an entrance to your home or just like a booth, what does it look like? What does it feel like? What does it smell like? I want you to consider all of the senses when you are kind of crafting up your dreamy booth. Now, first and foremost, oftentimes the expos will provide a table And sometimes that's it. So, and sometimes that's not even what they provide. They'll literally just provide like a square footage space for you. So you need to find out the measurements of exactly how much space you have to work with. Consider if there are any plugs. Sometimes you don't have access to plugs. Okay. Sometimes they'll they'll charge more for some of these like really crazy expos. They'll have kind of like tiers for the different types of booths and, and even down to the location. It's all about real estate, right? So, um, even your location can have a higher charge for premium spots, but consider if it has any plugs, if there's any window light, if you have any walls to hang things on, sometimes you don't have actual like walls. You're not up against, you know, like the building. Sometimes you are, but sometimes you literally just feel like you're just floating in space in the middle of a huge conference room or like a huge gym. So you definitely have to prepare for tables, whether that's a front table for you, side tables, back tables to add things. Definitely consider bringing a chair or some type of comfy stool because you are going to be on your feet all day. So definitely something for you to sit on. So possible backdrop is something that you will need to come up with, whether that is some type of banner, some type of wood wall, like think of almost like a photo drop backdrop, something you would see at weddings. That could be something that pops up and is like paper or fabric, or maybe, you know, you put some elbow grease into something and you create your own backdrop. Um, That could be really beautiful. It's a great way to hang things and to truly make an impact. Decor is something else to think of as well. Like what's your vibe? Do you include plants? Do you include tchotchke stuff, right? I mean, you know, do you have a candle burning? Sometimes that's not always allowed, but it does add a little vibe. Um, So check the rule book for candles and, you know, essential oils, sometimes like that with public, you don't really want to do that, but definitely consider the decor and what that looks like for you. Okay. Include your brand colors, just make it feel cozy and like you. Um, Michael's and Hobby Lobby are great for that. But once again, consider your website, consider your ideal clients and consider your style. Don't just go out and buy a whole bunch of crap to just put on your table. Okay. Like truly try to embody the vibe. Canvases are important to print out. You're going to want to showcase your work. So I have like a bundle of canvases and I actually have a hack for this. So I am actually staring at them right now in my office. So I have about I'd say like eight to 10 canvases that I have printed through CG Pro Prints. I can link that for you in the show notes. They're super affordable, super high quality. And I love it because they don't have, they don't need a frame. They just pop right onto the wall. So what I do is I actually have invested a buttload in those command strips, like those Velcro-y command strip things. And so I post those on my wall in my office. And then when it's time for me to do a photo booth or I'm sorry, like a vendor booth or something like that, I just pop them off the wall. And then I take them with me and then sometimes they can stick back on maybe once or twice before they start falling off. And then I just command strip them again. And it's a great way to store them. So I just have them in my office. So that was a quick little key tip for you. So you don't feel like you have to store these in your garage and they get warped or have a special storage place for this. Like I literally just throw them on my wall and then pull them off when I need them. 
albums are a great way to do this as well. So I absolutely encourage you having at least three, if not five albums available for people to flip through, to look at. Once again, you're going to want to showcase your work. Okay. Another idea is to have printed photos to hold. This is something I started doing recently that has been so fun. So I actually will just print like through my Pixie Set Gallery. I would say probably about a dozen photos that I just kind of sprinkle on the table, whether it's in like a little wooden box or it's just on the table. And this is a great way to once again, showcase your work because you're actually showing the quality of the photo and something that that people can actually hold in their hands, like putting their memories in their hands is going to be beautiful and they could see themselves in it. This is another little key tip. I want to make sure that you include, please, please be very, very aware of adding diversity to your canvases and to your portfolio and to your work. So you may be a rock star and already have all different cultures and traditions and different types of people on your Instagram, which I feel like all of us are being very proactive about, which is a beautiful thing, but don't forget to include everyone that you are absolutely happy to work with um, on your canvases and your albums as well. So if it's time to update those, if you're thinking, oh gosh, like, you know, I've only done a couple styled shoots and, um, you know, I'd love to include a little bit more diverse couples. Um, now is your time. Okay. So start planning for these things now. So it doesn't become a huge expense at once. You can start ordering a couple canvases here and there, updating your sample albums, you know, monthly as we get closer to your event. So it's not so much of a hit, but that was just a key tip I wanted to include before I move on. So I think that pretty much covers like what you need as far as the basics for actually promoting and kind of having like a beautiful space. I want to kind of close out the conversation with amplifying your weddings and creating strategic call to actions. Okay. Because if you're just showing up and asking people to grab a card, you know, a business card or, you know, follow you on Instagram or something, you are totally leaving it a service. So I want, if you don't remember anything from this conversation, I want you to consider the giveaways that you're planning to give. Now I've done it all. Okay. I've done multiple, multiple, you know, wedding shows and vendor events and things. I've tried so many different things and I just want to share with you basically what works and what doesn't work. Okay. So for for me in the past, I've given away engagement sessions. I've given away albums. I've given away print credits and stuff like that. And I want to let you in on a secret. Those don't work. Okay. Let me say it again. If you're giving away engagement sessions for free to kind of, you know, boost your email list or, you know, giving off a raffle or something like that, don't do it. And here's why. Once again, this is my humble opinion. You can absolutely do whatever you feel comfortable in your own business. I don't like telling people what to do and what not to do, but here's why this didn't work for me. Okay. As soon as the conversation opens. So let's say there was a young bride and her mom and her sister, and they come up to my booth and they are engaged. They're flipping through their photos. They're thinking, oh my God, this is so dreamy. I happen to have an actual canvas of the ceremony space of where they're planning to get married. And they have this vision, right? And as soon as I say, oh, please, you know, here, click this QR code, which I have some fun educational resources for to help you create your own QR codes. But I say, hey, grab this QR code and you'll be entered into a raffle to win an engagement session. And I hear crickets and they look at me and go, oh, we already took our engagement photos. Thank you though. And they like keep walking. 
Okay. Like you are literally creating a wall and a barrier. If someone already has their wedding photography selected, if they already have their engagement shoot photos taken, um, or maybe they already have a friend and someone that they're in line with. So they don't need your services. Okay. So you're already creating that quick. No. Another thing that I found was like a quick no for me was offering a, a wedding album. So I would say, if you book with me, you'll be given a 10 by 10 custom album, blah, blah, blah. I tried to make it so magical. And once again, I was shut down and they would say, oh, well, thank you so much. But, you know, the girl who did my best friend's wedding is shooting my wedding and blah, blah, blah. Thank you. But we just don't need that. Like there's no incentive for them to get on your email list because they they already have their girl or they already have their photographer, I should say. So what do you offer them if you're not giving away an engagement session, you're not giving away an album, something that is just so juicy and so desirable for them to say, heck yes, please send this to me and for them to get on your email list. Because once again, I cannot, I cannot shout this at the rooftops enough and just like hit you over the head with it enough and remind you, remind you that it doesn't matter if they already have a photographer or they already have someone in mind. Our goal as business owners and creatives and, you know, putting ourselves out there with these booths and investing in these expo booths is creating that brand awareness. Okay. So what I would do instead is I actually offered them a resource guide. Okay. So it would be a resource guide and I would have something titled really cute, like planning your wedding for a stress-free wedding day. And it's like a little tagline because happy people take more beautiful photos or something like that. Okay. So what I would do is I would have, I would print out and I literally would just go get like a, a frame at Michael's or at Hobby Lobby, something really affordable. And it was a bigger frame. So it was like 11 by 14. It wasn't just a little 10 or sorry, an eight by 10. It was a little bit larger and I would share, like grab this free guide. And it looked like, you know, how we can add those little templates. Looks like a little Pinterest photo or a mock-up is what the word I was trying to find. Um, So it's a mock-up looks like an iPad and a cell phone and it has the guide on it. And it was just a little resource guide. Okay. And in the resource guide, I would have a recently, and it would say, this is what's included, a recently engaged guide, morning prep, customized shot list for your wedding day, packing list for the morning of your wedding, or which is the morning prep, um, honeymoon packing list, timeline checkpoints. Okay. These were just like a bundle of basically blog posts, not going to lie. If you've been following along with my blog or with my education, you know that I'm always repurposing my content. So I literally just went through recent blog posts all about wedding details and I created a little guide for them. Okay. This was so popular at the last couple of booths that I went to. And I just cannot keep this a secret anymore. I have to share with you because what this does is it gets you in their inbox. It gets you top of mind. It gets some following on Instagram and just being so intrigued with this because even if they already have a photographer that they love and that they're so happy to work with, they're going to appreciate these resources that you've created for them. And once again, you slip into their email list. Um, and once again, you're providing tons of resources for them. Um, so they may not need you now, but guess what? That bride may want you for a boudoir session. That's something you can drip to them eventually. Um, you can share you know, family sessions with them years to come. You don't know the circumstances. Right now, we're just trying to boost that brand awareness, get our names into their email inboxes and truly just be a resource for them. 
So I hope this conversation gets your mind going and considering actually doing a wedding expo. Um, but just please remember that this is not the one and only way to get your name and business out there. This is just a tiny fraction of it. Um, once you get rolling and once you get on these wedding vendor lists and stuff, these these inquiries are just going to be pouring in for you. Okay. But if you're considering it, absolutely take these tips. I hope this helps. And once again, please, please, please take a peek at some other recent episodes. They're so fun and so educational. I'm so happy you're here. Keep dancing, baby. Love you. That's a wrap on another episode of Kiana Marie Weekly. Thank you so much for your listenership and support. You can find the resources and show notes for this episode and more at kianamarie.com slash podcast. I'd be honored if you'd show your support by leaving a review and rating on your favorite podcast app. Until next time, keep on dancing.